Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way, and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Jay Cross, how good would you say you are at the guitar? I would say I... Your three choices are okay. beginner, yes. intermediate, yes. or advanced. Probably beginner. Okay, excellent. How would you like to move up to intermediate? I'd really like to be an intermediate guitar player. That's the only thing I've ever wanted to be. Good. That's about as far as you'll get. Yes. Unless Uh-oh. you use Guitar Tricks. Okay, tell me more. Guitar Tricks is an excellent website to teach you how to move from beginner mm-hmm. to intermediate mm-hmm. to advanced guitar. Okay. Whether you're just starting out or whether, you know, you could be you should be better than you are like me indeed yes um, Guitar Tricks uh, will help you move th- through those stages as a guitar player and good for you Jay Cross we have worked together with Guitar Tricks to bring a 14 day free trial to not only you but to the listeners of the Guitar Nerds podcast so that means I can try it for 14 days and if I'm not into it just cancel it you can indeed but I'm probably going to be into it. I think you probably will. Okay. You'll notice a uh, swift advancement of your guitar skills. Excellent. So, do you want to know where you can get this offer? Where can you get the offer? Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks. Can you repeat that for me? I can. Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks. Is there um, like an app that you can use or do you have to do it on your computer? (laughs) Guitarnerds.net forward slash guitar tricks hello and welcome to the guitar nerds podcast i'm your host mark packham joined this evening by jay cross oh oh yeah Whoa. well it's because right <laughs> It's because <laughs> we're well, sat- uh, no 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 you've you've messed this up. No, I'm not. I'm not starting again. No, it's because no, you don't need to start again. It's because I'm revel in your cock up. It's because we're sat round a round table and Matt the laptop is right at the opposite side and it almost looks he's like he's sat with us. So I went round we the do table it in that order then. Uh, no, I'll go hello this is the Guitarnerds podcast. Uh, join this my name's Mark Packham and the host whatever all that nonsense. Joined by Matt Knight. Right. Then he'll say hello. Hello. And then I'll say Jay Cross. How, hi. And then I'll say Joe Branton. Blockbuster video. <laughs> what a I difference. Go, do you remember that? I wanted to go back to the old intro. What was that? Guitar shop manager, system manager, bass related queries. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about that the other day. Yeah. But we've all moved up in the world. Well, some of Except us. For, yeah, Joe's still on bass related queries. And marketing related <laughs> queries. Hello, and welcome to the Guitar Nerds podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham. Joined this evening by Matt Knight. Hello. Jay Cross. That's me. And no one else. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, what a difference. Um, well, this is uh, quite a jolly start to the podcast, but a little bit different. I feel good today. I do as well. I've had yeah, this whole Monday. week. I, I know we've talked about this a lot on the podcast. It's not really related, but I've been moving house. Moving house is rubbish. So getting back to a sense of normality of like, today I went to the work for the first time in a week and come to see you boys and hanging out and do a podcast. I feel really good. Yeah, I had a um, I had a really nice weekend. Well, I, I had a bit of a stressful weekend in the like I had to go and do. There was some family stuff going on, and I was driving. I drove my my boozy parents back from uh, from Essex. No one's boozy parents. Um, boozy on, parents on Saturday night, but then on Sunday, like really nice chilled out day. Went to went to Gak, hang out, hung out at Gak for a little bit, saw some cool stuff. Not not one of the rubbish ones. You didn't hang out with the rubbish ones. No, no, no. no, no, no. I, he didn't I, tell me he was going. Oh, it was on a Sunday, so he was on a Sunday. So I was really drunk. Right. Okay. Good. <laughs> um, but yeah, just like. I feel really good. Like, this is great. I've got a good week coming up. I'm going to see TLC tomorrow. Okay, not particularly guitar-related. No, not guitar-related at all. <clears throat> I don't know how they're going to do it because the main one is dead. Yeah, what about all the raps and stuff? Yeah, I don't oh, know. Maybe it'll be like a hologram. Maybe. Was or maybe t- there'll be a special guest. Was T-Boz not the main one? No, Lisa Left Eye Lopez was the main one. T-Boz yeah. and, what, 8-Ball? Q-Ball? Screwball? Scramble. <laughs> I don't know. Q-ball. I don't know. But, like the born um, one. Yeah. It's, t- it's t- TLC's first ever UK show tomorrow, and it's a. Uh, um, they've never played the UK. Uh, did they never do like Top nope. of the Pops or anything? Never played the UK. Apparently, really? it's their first ever UK show, and uh, I managed to get tickets. And yeah, going to that tomorrow. Do really you, excited. Do you know if it's a live band or is it going to be back I and tracks? I have absolutely no idea. Are they going to have Lisa Left Eye Lopez back in tracks? I don't know. I hope that there's like a special guest. I hope it's like Nicki Minaj. I or don't think it What about be. how they did Hologram Tupac? What if there was Hologram Tupac? Tupac die? Yeah, Tupac. what if it was Hologram Tupac? <laughs> that's the only one that, that's the only hologram that's like uh, been rendered well enough to deal with Maybe, it. but hang on, maybe it's because he's still alive. He just puts on a blue duvet over top of him. A, a blue vey? He puts on a blue vey. <laughs> oh, this is a good start, Matt oh Knight. How goodness. are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. I also had a very good weekend and good week, actually. Lots of guitar-related things this week. Yeah, you've got nice. new things to talk about. Yes, yes. Um, so we got yes. some new deliveries. We got our pet. We got our guitar nerds pedal board. Yeah, I saw awesome. that. So you put oh, that up on yes. Facebook. This is a pedal board built by Custom Pedal Boards. Is that right? Yep. In in Wales. Yep. Chris, uh, shout out to Chris. He was amazing. He built it for us. Um, yeah, and it's like a cool little lift-out board. It comes in a nice little flight case. Are, are we um, going so to populate that with loads of stuff, Matt Knight? Yeah. Yeah, with all the pedals here, we can build some boards, we can do some shootouts. I'm so excited. Um, I think the idea is, so you guys are taking over Pedal of the Week on the YouTube channel, um, which is dangerous and exciting. It's going to be so much fun. Just me and Matt Knight. I'm quite looking forward to it. And the idea is to have a board that we can have set up all the time with some sort of favourites on it that you can slot demo pedals into. So we can just do super videos of me and Matt drinking and looking at pedals. Not drinking. Puddles. Yes. Puddles. Puddles of yeah. drink. Puddles. Puddles or, of drink. Or something else. Um, so that's exciting. So what, uh, give us a bit of a lowdown on the board. Is it like tiered? No. Uh, yes, it is actually. But it comes in a fancy, um, rather than being like permanently bolted down, it's like a removable tier that you can kind of like move around, which is quite nice, which is slotted on top so you can run all the cables down underneath. Perfectly fits a T-Rex fuel tank and a little patch bay that uh, James at Bright Onion made us, which was really nice. 
Um, but it's like a completely flat board and then goes into a hard case that you can then kind of lift out. And then if you want a bit of extra uh, volume to the board, um, you can actually then put that on top of the uh, the flight case. Nice. So it's really nice. Really, really nice. Really solid. Those cases are like proper tour grade heavy duty cases. Excellent. So, I'm looking yeah, forward so that, to that. I quite like because we've talked about it for a while, having a little sort of permanent board set up that we can, with a few favourites on it, that we can slot demo pedals into. Yeah. I think it's I've a, really... a couple of things on it already. Good. Uh, volume pedal, DD3, uh, a Pelotor, because I think if we're always going to hear something with a fuzz, it should maybe be that one. Probably be the best one. The best fuzz. Yeah. Uh, and the Fuzzrocious Feed Me EQ, because I thought it'd be really good to kind of mess around with some EQ settings with some different fuzzes and yep. change some tones and stuff. So that's what's on there at the moment. And then there's a nice space left for a couple of other ones. So we've got loads of stuff to demo. When you come down in a couple of weeks, Joe Branton. Yeah. Did um, did you get any new pedals to populate said board this week? Did anything new arrive? Um, no. Okay. No. No, oh. nothing new this week, but I did get a delivery from Music Nomad. Oh, yeah? Um, who I reached out to uh, when we were podcasting once, and I saw them pop up on Premiere Guitar, and I was like, these look really cool. So they sent me some of their new guitar tech tools. I suppose they're not really like... Well, I suppose techs would have them, but I think they're mainly like things for like the average like gigging musician that are really handy. The first one's the Octopus, yep. the eight-in-one tech tool, which is great because most of those multi-tools are like those weird key rings where everything, it's like a Swiss army knife and everything comes off the side. Everything tool-wise on here is basically on the handle or at the end. Okay. But what it includes is the perfect size for tightening like washers and jacks on both strats, tellies and les pauls. That's cool. So there's one that actually fits into a like a strat socket, one that fits into like a telly socket, um, with a proper screwdriver and everything on the end, which I thought was really, really nice. Cool. Who makes that? Music uh, this is Music Mad. It's called the Octopus 8-in-1 Tech Tool. Uh, they also sent me the Grip Winder, which is their like really fancy string winder. Uh, and I, at first I thought, well, how excited could you get about a string winder? But this one feat works on all pretty much all machine heads, including, including bass. bass. Including, including bass, because that was always the issue with the um, only ball one, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. We, well, we, this... was, we were saying um, uh, before the podcast, uh, me and Mark, about the one that we used to have at, at GAC for winding bass strings, which was an only ball one that one of the employees there had cut into. Like so with a yeah. hacksaw or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, Matt, did they happen to send you any of the polish? Because the Music Nomad polish, I know I've mentioned it on the podcast before, the Music Nomad polish is the best guitar polish. It's No. An- really? Okay. Not. No, they sent me the tools instead rather than okay. the, uh, the polish. But talking of that, they also sent me the Nomad tool, the all-in-one string surface hardware cleaner, um, which I thought was actually quite a cool design. It's like um, It's like a little brush with a, like a microfiber cloth on it that you can run underneath strings or on top. You can use it to clean amps. And then on the end, for pedal nerds like me, there's a little paintbrush. So you can clean in between uh, clean all, your, all the dead all skin. your guitar controls. All, all, the, all the dead skin. Dead, dead yeah. foot that you've skin. left there. Can, uh... Yeah, exactly. Horrible. And all that, you know, so... Joe's yeah, clean sick, sorry. <laughs> but how cool is that? I thought that, was, I thought that was a really neat selection of tools. The string winder looks really good because it's ball bearing based rather than like a screw right that was always the problem with the only ball ones is they always used to come undone yeah 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 um so yeah i'm gonna maybe do a little video on those and show those off but the octopus was i thought was super cool for like a gig bag tool so you didn't have to carry around like 10 different screwdrivers and then yeah 
It says it works for guitar, bass, amp, ukulele, banjo, and pedal. Beautiful, beautiful. I really want to get some more of that polish off them. I'll have to find out um, who's bringing all that stuff in. I'm sure you can hook me up. Um, yeah, high-tech distribution, Oh, nice. I um, so uh, that, find it in some stores. That polish, I think I've had a bottle of it for about eight years or something, and it's just come to an end. It's literally the only thing that I'll clean guitars with now. Like, if you've got, even if you've got, like, a black guitar, you can spray that on there, and you just don't get any fingerprints. It's incredible it's so much better than anything else um so yeah i need to find out some deets from you matt see if i can uh get some uh, buy some of that off them because it is yeah. awesome and then um there was two other things on thursday i interviewed jamie stillman from earthquake devices yeah we said that um, you said that was going to happen emo legend um, did you talk to him about um party of helicopters yeah was that what they were called yeah. yes we did we talked about we talked about how everyone i spoke to so far has a one degree of separation with jay cross of course <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't um so yeah we talked about that we talked about earthquaker amazing really they've been going for 12 years and they now hire 60 people in their their factory and the um for comic book fans because obviously they do the octoskull which is their earthquake devices comic the guy that draws that just got a job working for marvel so he draws the punisher at night and then designs all the earthquake graphics during the day. Oh wow, oh, that's, that's incredible! So cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Does he have to yeah. draw the Punisher at night uh, to get like? Because yeah, I think he has to go to work during the day. Is that during? Is he does? That's when the dark. Wait, Matt, did you get that the right way around? Surely, if he's got a job at Marvel, he does that during the day, and then he does. The no, pen- no, no. He um, no, he's been he's worked at Earthquaker already, right? And then he got a job drawing punisher but he didn't want to leave what he does at earthquaker so he basically does all the punisher stuff at night when he's not in the office and then he does all the earthquaker stuff during the day that's That's cool what's what's that that person's name matt i think his name is matt akron i think right okay okay that's um Um, that's really funny imagine if like doing the punisher for marvel is your part-time job (laughs) it's like yeah yeah, no i like my other job too much this one's not quite as cool (laughs) as that one so that was that was the great thing about talking to him is he really gave off that vibe of like such a great place to work and they really want it to be like a really just a massive extended family and it's a shame we couldn't film it because his like gear room that he was filming in looked absolutely amazing wow um but yeah, you know, 12 years ago, and all of these guys started from basically a need to just like fix something that had broken. Um, but he, he started a punk rec- record label when he was 13 and then did that for like 10 years. Then he said he's still in three bands, has three <laughs> kids and a wife and does Earthquaker. So wow. he's a pretty, pretty busy oh, guy. But yeah, definitely worth worth listening. I, I, he's a really, really nice dude. And we might get him back for a second interview at some point as well. Um, Matt, we need to talk about the elephant in your room currently. Uh, yeah. that we can see. Obviously, we're not filming the podcast anymore, so no one else can see this. But I shall describe yeah. the scene. Matt is sat at his computer. I can see various artwork on the wall. Uh, there's a, some pedals and synth stuff on the table. Some sort of de-inflated doll don't say that don't give that away <laughs> there is a fender headstock sticking out the bottom corner of the skype window i can see that i think that's the paisley strat but panning up from that is something very very new and I, extremely cool i didn't want to say anything because i thought maybe i was just you? i was an idiot and i had forgotten that matt had another guitar i, I don't know what it is really oh, no you can't tell what that is, is probably one of the single greatest guitars uh, i have played um, oh i think one of my best, literally best say purchases. that about everything i know you i pick say up. that about a lot of things but 
I played this solidly after I, I brought it home. I must have played it for about six hours straight. What uh, it's is it? A music, music Man James yeah, Valentine's uh, yeah, signature. Right, of course yeah. it is. Of course. Um, um, so go on then. Tell us, tell us the story. How did you uh, how did you come across the uh, the James Valentine? And why didn't um, you get the Sterling one? They didn't actually have a Sterling one, but there's a there was a there was a thing about this. So obviously, um, I was waiting for the um, the Friedman, and there was kind of a bit up in the air about when if it will ever ever arrive. Um, and I've been talking to my friend Nick, who we've talked about on the podcast before. He used to work for Gibson. He now manages Guitar Guitar in Camden, and um, we've just been like texting. He's like mate i've got this guitar in um everyone in the store wants to buy it i've been thinking about buying it like do you want to come down and have a look at it and he sent me some photos of the neck and it's just got like the most amazing flame maple neck on it he was like it's a great guitar just come check it out isn't it baked uh flame yeah maple yeah on this neck and And board yeah and so i went down to guitar guitar camden um because they've been open about six months now and he sort of like took out the case and i picked up and it was like super light i was like that's amazing neck instantly felt incredible plugged it in and then was just sold within 10 minutes it's the the best of like all the guitars i could probably want like sound wise i think and everything i could ever want from a custom shop telly but in a guitar that isn't a telly basically so just looking at it hanging on the wall there the bridge pickup is a p90 right no the bridge pickup is a single coil but the pole pieces go um like from higher up to lower down from so, base to treble just so to in explain like a diagonal it, shape it's in a, like a humbucker housing <clears throat> yes yes so it's a humbucker it's a basically a normal humbucker but it's actually a single coil pickup but it goes so it's like diagonally. a telly so it's, it's it, a telly pickup it's a, it's a telly hidden un- a, a telly, telly pickup, pickup hidden underneath a single uh, a humbucker enclosure yeah basically yeah. um and then in the neck position um music man humbucker three-way selector um but push push pot where the tone is that splits the humbucker into a single coil wow and a re and it's like you you know sometimes when you like tap or split a humbucker they can sound a bit weak or they just sound like they're not right they yeah, sound like yes. mm, they, they sound a bit off this just sounds like you've just put a whole different pickup in the neck it's i don't know what they've done but they've made it sound amazing and it's got an active 20 db boost on it as well Controls feel really nice. Uh, tapered body, so the body's actually thinner at the lower end than it is at the end with the neck. Oh, that's but you can't really, really you can't really tell it tell unless you like pick it up and really look. But the neck, the whole body is like slightly tapered. That sounds weird. Yeah, but it, you just you wouldn't really think it. It's just I, you you don't really notice it to be honest. I think it's just so so slight. Yeah. Um, but it's got a couple of nice features like the, the headstock's oversized, 25 and a half inch scale, um, 10 inch radius, so it's slightly um, flatter than a, a strap, but not as flat as a, a Gibson. Um, and then the like redesigned ashtray cover for the um, the saddles. Now that's the so same as they have on the, um, yeah. on the St. Vincent. Yeah, so you can rest your hand on it. You don't cut your hand on the the saddles at all, but it's not so far away that you feel like you're out of out of position. Is it fixed bridge? Yeah. Right. Okay. Because it looks like it could be uh, like the what they called the John Petrucci, the Majesty, which has also got that oh, cover, yeah. but it's yeah. a trem. No, uh, and then uh, it's just it's just a hardtail, and then um, string through body. But I mean, it just 
because I watched a lot of the videos of like him talking about it, and he was like, I basically wanted a guitar I could do an entire gig with, with and never have to change. And he, I think he played like a Les Paul studio, it was like his first proper guitar, and then yeah. he went into like 335s and then into tellies. So it incorporates everything from Les Paul to 335. He'd to, been playing to telly, an Albert Lee though, hadn't he? Before. Yeah, I think I think so. I think he'd been playing like various Music Man guitars, and then obviously they approached him to make one. And I think what I really like about it is it's not a signature where they've gone, okay, here are your options basically, and we'll make it look how you want it, and then you know that we'll just call it a signature. I think they've totally redesigned like Music Man guitars, basically. In the same same way that the the St. Vincent is a very in-depth signature model with, like, unique pickups and a completely unique shape, so is the the Valentine. But I think that's the same with a lot of the... um a lot of the the only ball guitars you know you can say the same thing about the albert lee you know you bring that up there's there's so many iterations and yeah, we think right. of it almost as a staple and i guess because it's luke. been around for so long exactly the luke and also to a certain degree the um I mean, uh, the, the Petrucci's they, as well. I mean, well when, and, and the the majesty i guess as well yeah yeah well, i mean when you yeah. think a few years ago ernie ball were doing the axis super sport was like their main thing oh the yeah. axis and was a bad guitar just so um niche you know and now they've gone do you know what let's make some traditional style guitars um yeah even though but they're not traditional they haven't just gone right let's do a telly or let's do a strat or whatever um they they do do those well they do do the strat don't they uh yeah you you would champion yeah yeah of course so they have they have done that but i guess their headline guitars at the moment are the signatures because they can go well we don't have to make something that's just an iteration of something we already do we can say this person wanted this and it meets our kind of quality standards so let's make it yeah, um, yeah. and I think the and brand it, is so much better off for, for that it actually won um, product of the year at NAM, winter NAM 2016 um, and it it is just incredible from the moment you play it and I mean I've, I've kind of always had a massive love for Music Man guitars the first store I worked in had a Luke 3 and the really early ones when I'd only just got started playing guitar when I worked there on Saturdays and I loved the way the neck felt always wanted an albert lee but kind of never took the plunge because i always liked the way that those necks felt loved the way the humbuckers sounded so when this came up and it's basically it's i bought it second hand two months old never played wow and i got nearly a thousand pounds off the retail price crikey so yeah, it was kind of a right. bit of a it was a bit of a no-brainer to yeah. be honest what i played guitar. it was just like this this covers every and this covers everything and i think for me the the friedman having played one again covered more of what my Les Paul already does. Yeah, this covers more of what the Les Paul does, but it also covers a lot what the Telly does as well. <laughs> so, what's the um, um, what's the situation with the Friedman? Uh, I think I'm probably going to leave it. I mean, I can't really afford to buy two guitars of right. of that. Didn't of it? That kind didn't of, you special order it though? Uh, yeah, but their special order only is color matching options. Ah, uh, okay. So it's only what plate do you want on <laughs> what body color and what pickup do you want in it right okay there's fine. no other spec changes on that so, so you're not you're not tied into you're not tied into buying that guitar. no it, it's, it's like um i suppose what gibson tries to do with their custom ordering for a while they're made to measure it's like you can have a 58 here are your color options here are your neck options sort of thing so yeah right cool well but i think cites has really kind of ruined a lot for that but don't have that problem with the, the maple neck but because it's a roasted flame it's quite dark and then they use a, a a wax and gunstock oil finish on the neck 
just gives the neck the smoothest possible finish I think you yeah. could want for, um, for no. any oh and it's strung up with 11s as standard yes. beautiful <laughs> That's what you want. For any listeners so, who haven't checked it out, the the neck and board on the Valentine are so unique. It looks like nothing else, and it looks incredible. And actually, is available also with a roasted neck and board by Sterling for yep. a fraction of the price. Yeah, that's really cool. I so I I've been I've been one of the things I've been thinking about this week is my um my finance finishes next month. I think for my on your telly on my offset telly, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of thinking about what's next get something else yeah i mean part of me like there's I, there's there's what a couple have you got of, at the moment because i actually well, i can't not, keep up with not much because i sold so much because i was um i just like I, I had to like shift a load of stuff and um so currently all i've got is i've got my les paul junior special the double cut junior special junior special i've got my offset telly um and i've got my p base yeah so i need a new amp and part of me really wants to go back and get another one of those um, supersonics because I had a supersonic. I absolutely loved it. It was so good and it sounded absolutely phenomenal. Would you not think about getting like a like a Princeton or something? Seeing as you no, need something I, a bit smaller. I don't think so because I think the I think I would. I guess I could, but like I'd want the drive. Oh yeah. But you know you can do you can go down that route with pedals. But I just love the organic Fender drive. Yeah. So much. Like, and I realised that's not really what you were getting with the Supersonic because it was sort of boosted up a bit. But, but maybe one of those, maybe a bass breaker, maybe a bass breakers, cool. maybe a blues cube. I, I, I really don't know. I, I'm decided, or maybe I hold off and I, I take the plunge on a custom shop telly. But then, do I need the offset telly? I don't know. I'm, I, I'm like, you don't need that and the offset telly. No, you, you can, can trade the in telly. the offset telly though. Well, yeah, custom shot. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm decided yet, but I, it's, I've got a couple of months before I can take the plunge on anything yet. But it's, I'm starting to get the, uh, get the urge, get the urge. Yeah. Someone else who's had the mm. urge constantly has the urge is Joe Branton. Yes. You've been playing some new stuff this oh week. Oh my goodness! I've had an absolute whale of a pedal week. I'm going through a bit of a pedal thing at the moment i'm okay. sort of as so, opposed to what so wait <laughs> no wait because he talked about this before we started recording so you went through a pedal thing maybe just before you went away which was <laughs> sell all the boutique stuff boss line six mxr tc electronic yeah no boutique just the the big hitters yeah what's the thing that you've got going on right now well well what what actually happened was i went down to like a boss only board and then i was like oh no this sucks and i i i, <laughs> I added back in i added back in like the line 6m9 i put my sans amp preamp back on there um a couple of staple mxrs like the carbon copy the phase 90 yeah um and kept a load of you know pretty much all of the boss stuff on there as well oh and i went back to the uh the ditto uh times two looper because it's it's just so good yeah um but but yes, everything on my board at the moment is really uh, is really mainstream, and I was kind of like, oh, I, w- I want to get some cool, interesting, weird boutique things, and it all started actually when we were talking a few weeks ago about um, UK pedal brands, and I was looking at like Cog Effects, and God damn it, they do some great stuff. They do some really innovative stuff. So they're a lot, base- lot of octavers. Well, yeah. Well, they're base they're base effects. They do they do a drive an octaver and a fuzz and they do it as a mini pedal which is just the effect or they do it as um, a dual pedal which gives you 
uh, not only a blend with all three of those types so with the octave obviously you want to blend with that but uh, also with the drive and the fuzz but it gives you a second foot switch and independent controls which allow you to have a second preset on there well yeah. it's not a preset because they're a second rotary control yeah, so yeah. which is great like so so and and they're like 160 pounds so i've gone and got their i think t61 i think it's called their their uh octava their double foot switch octava because i use the oc2 and i have to remember depending on what set order we we're doing whether i'm using like which song's using like a synthy octave where i've got like you know my clean signal less and all, all the subs boosted and when i'm just using it as a little booster to run alongside a drive in other tracks and you know you can't and i'm not very good at like moving controls with my feet and it's an an awkward position in my board to do that if i forget after a track starts or something so this is incredibly useful having and those are kind of the two things i guess people use octavis for is like a little subtle subharmonic underneath what you're doing to maybe run with a drive to give it an extra push and like an all-out synth sort of sound so for 160 quid that's an absolute no-brainer so I've 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 got one of those ordered and then my life was tip turned upside down a little so I'd like bit. like to take a minute just stop yeah. right there. With the uh, the Meris Otto bit which I think Matt you went crazy for as well. Yeah, I posted up um a couple of videos uh a uh, couple of weeks ago and then I saw that you stocked them and I was like I can't believe you stocked them and then you put up the picture I was like oh man Gotta get one now. Yeah. That, well, I mean, you did mention you messaged me literally the day they arrived. So yeah. So I went and tried them out, and uh, I borrowed one um, over the over the weekend. And uh, me and my guitarist Tim spent a lot of uh, a band practice just messing around with it, and oh, it's just the most ridiculous. Uh, so it's a bit crushing step sequencer, of course. Which you can you could also manipulate into just doing a straight fuzz sound, like a bit crushed fuzz sound, right. if you want, because uh, you can set each step in the sequencer. You could set there to be zero steps in the sequencer and use it like that. But it is it's the most ludicrously versatile, excellently tracking, dynamic, brilliant, excellent. <laughs> Got um, any more superlatives? Yeah, well, um, it's great. The great thing about that is the guy that designed. The majority of that pedal was also one of the lead designers on the Line Six FM4. Oh, really? That's interesting because, of course, it is. Yeah. The Meris are set up by one of the fellas behind Strymon. Yeah. Um, they're they're his new company. There are only two pedals in the Meris range at the moment. They do a reverb and they do the uh, the Otto bit. So two really unusual pedals to sort of go in with. But the reverb sounded great. What you mean? That's not how Electroharmonics and Boss started out <laughs> by doing a uh, step sequencer yeah. with a bit crusher built in. Yeah. Well, exactly. But but yeah, they're t- absolutely totally brilliant, incredible sounding pedals. I mean, they are in excess of three hundred pounds. Whoa, um, easy now for for both effects. So they're sort of Strymon money. But they are, you know, they are just like, you know, a slightly different brand of Strymon. But the, you know, the, 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 the auto bit is absolutely phenomenal. So, uh, so I'm buying one. Matt actually messaged me and was like, "Can you get me? Can you get one of these in for me as well?" Yes, so, I need one. So, I need it. Uh, so yeah. So I'm a hundred percent buying one. Um, uh, and uh, and yeah, and I think. Um, You'll have to get it before we shoot the next round of videos, Joe. Oh yeah, yeah, I absolutely so will. It. It's uh, it's going to be it's going to be absolutely incredible so i i'm so so excited about that i mean it's a lot of money for me to drop on a um on an effect pedal when it's I was very money. versatile though i think yeah. if you watch the videos especially the ones that um one order and effects did yeah Reinhardt, uh, i just did, did a i video thought for. 
it just did way more than what you think it would do yeah. when you first see what it is when you go oh bit crusher but then you see like how good the filter is and everything you're like actually you could probably make this a really really versatile yeah, I, unit. I couldn't i couldn't believe how good it was we were um we were using it running it into a behringer ultra shifter um and then like having it on a really slow ascending pitch so it was sending the sequence so you just hit a note and it sends the sequence in and then out of that you're then slowly right that sequence is slowly pitching up okay and out of that into a digitech uh, time bender which is then uh, stereo pinging um <laughs> delays of that and it was just but you only it, use one app it was like, using it for, this was for, for tim. tim yeah we were doing it with tim um and and this it base it sounded like i was inside a snes it was uh, that's really funny yeah, it, it, it was one of it's the most amount of fun I've had with a weird effect in a long time so yeah totally cool definitely getting one should be because it's a lot of money yeah speaking about Nick Reinhardt real quick just to go on a tangent did you see the oh my god that Nick Reinhardt's done the videos for the, the new Mustang, Fender, GT. Mustang GT so <laughs> Nick Reinhardt's done the video for it and like all the comments in it are just, like so the video starts with Nick Reinhardt playing how Nick Reinhardt plays which is yeah. just like making so, weird noises for, and it for listeners who don't know Nick Reinhardt is the guitarist in Death Grips and Terra Melos Terra Melos being sort of a um, an atonal noise punk band <laughs> and Death Grips being like a, a, a sort of a, a grime hip hop yeah sort of. kind of aggressive real aggressive hip hop yeah. noise a noise so, band with like a a rapper basically so, so Fender the <laughs> ultimate pub guitarist uh, brand that's like, harsh this is, it, it, that's are. harsh but, but you know you're out of order <laughs> yeah but come on they're the ultimate old boys brand to, to so get, harsh yeah it's like <laughs> blues guitarists all over the world well, love I mean Fender. they're clearly not because they've got Nick well, but that's, that's the thing is all the comments like all the comments are just like what is this noise <laughs> <laughs> why does this sound like a twin <laughs> he's so good he's one of he's This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, 
so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's one of the most innovative... I can't believe he does what he's done with that GT. Do you know, at the end of that demo, it's it's got him... The last bit in the demo is him playing and he's just playing a note but then he's hitting the the tap tempo on the amp. Yeah. So every time he hits, and he's changing the speed with his finger as he's hitting the tap tempo. So the whole amp is just going for for a good sort of twenty seconds. And like of all the applications that people buy uh, a sort of multi effects bedroom amp for. Like I'm he's, into he's just going to be blowing people. Well, I think so. Yeah, I think it was a great idea. Like go and show people. The, how limitless this Mustang GT is! It actually, I watched that video and I had a, a load more respect and loads That's, more time for the Mustang GTs than I did before I'd seen. I need to watch it. I haven't seen this video. Yet. I need. I to think check this it is out. the thing, though, isn't it? It's like if you just demoed a basement, are you really going to go? Wow, that sounds better than the previous basement well, model. Especially because all it's going <laughs> to like when you're demoing something like that. People are probably listening to it through their MacBook speakers. Yeah, you might, yeah, you might yeah. as well do like a sort of viral YouTube video Completely. of someone making weird noises yeah. with it. Because I mean, if you yeah, like you say, if you just played, oh, here's the amp model number one. It's gonna sound pretty much like amp model number one from Mustang, normal Mustang, yeah. or you know, probably not far off the Katana, probably not that far off Marshall Code or whatever. Because they're all going for the same sound, pretty much. And particularly if you're listening on your phone or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not going to be a difference. Whereas if, you know, Nick Reinhardt's doing a kind of performance piece with it, yeah. the show's... I, no, just, saw, I just thought it was so funny how, like, you know, not that I, I think that, you know, we're, the, we're, we're taking responsibility for anything, but, like, we're definitely part of this, like weird world of the guitar it's just how um, many times and it's, can, how many times can you listen to like a martial a modeling amp well, doing completely. a blues break I just think it's really funny that like oh. our little weird little subculture of the guitar world is breaking into the mainstream <laughs> I, I, am, I love it I've just remembered that in that video he actually does like a um, a 12 bar blue pe- a blues piece <laughs> 12 bar blue Peter <laughs> is that what you are about to say yeah, yes he does it like a 12 Johnny bar Johnny Hark on slide uh, a 12 bar blues piece <laughs> Um, using a um, a metal drum blast beat backing track from the, uh, from the Katana. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's part Not of what, Katana Mustang. Uh, Mustang. So that that is part of what Fender have released. Yes. I want to. I need to see this. That sounds fantastic. It's so funny. It's it so sounds good. really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, anything else? Uh, well, the other thing is actually, um, yeah, Matt's got a new guitar. Jay's thinking about new guitar. I am actually. What about? Um, I've got a new guitar. No, you don't. Not for a while. I'm actually buying a new guitar, a guitar guitar, not a bass guitar, because now I've got the Stonefield bass. I don't, you're, you're I, done. I, I don't need to buy anything. Have you actually used it for a gig yet? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Because um, I, I've just learned how to. I had to go on Play a Skype, bass. Skype call with him, and I've now learned how to restring it. So right, okay, good. So we're good. So how um, long do you reckon it's going to take? No, it won't take long. I was just doing. I had to. You have to wind the bridge to carriage stop, and I thought carriage stop was in the other direction. So I was. Uh, so what you're saying here 
is you broke it. No, no, yes, no. What you're saying here did is actually come you, quite close. You to didn't read it. the manual. Yeah, I didn't understand what the term carriage stop meant. Neither do I. I don't really know what carriage stop means. Well, I'm not going to explain it over okay. the podcast. But needless to say, it wasn't as complicated as I thought it was. But anyway, that's the reason why I couldn't get the strings to right. fit. But anyway, now sorted. So it will be used very soon. Good. But anyway, that base is absolutely perfect. I never need to buy anything else again. Everyone should hang buy on, a stand on. Can we, can yeah, we, we just clip uh, that bit? We'll um, get that time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can I someone, say, what I want uh, is someone to make. Can like we a, send really this to Bo Banton? Right, can I, can just that bit there where Joe said, I never need to buy another base again. Uh, can someone, I no. Can I make shush. a revision? I'm turning your fader down. Um, <laughs> someone make a really crude backing track in Garage Band, like a really bad acapella drum beat type thing and just loop that over and over and over again and next week I will use that as the theme tune for the podcast what, what I meant to say was I'll the never best. need to buy another gigging bass again I will so say that way say I that mean, again what are you talking about say those I'm, words I'm now buy other say, things say those words again now I will never need to buy another gigging bass now I've got the stone filled right what I want you to do <laughs> someone is make a, a, new, can, a new Guitar Nerds theme tune that I'll only use next week out of him saying that uh, with a beat underneath it that's uh, all I want from this podcast I can, I can buy other things though I can well, buy talk, other tell things. us about this guitar that you're going to yeah, buy right well that's what I need your help on that's exactly why I'm bringing already, this to you guys okay. on the podcast so I need to buy a guitar what should I get so I was thinking telly no, it's, so, no, telly. no, no try and not use do you want to buy of a your... uh, offset telly no. <laughs> No, I don't really like tellies. I don't like that scale length. Um, so strap. No, it has to be. It has to like. So I was thinking an Eastman. I was thinking of like one of their three three five style things. Um, I really okay. like those. They're really cool. Don't I, I went into Gak and uh, the they had the you've got the Shergolds in the window. Yeah, I don't. Like Are they the solid rosewood neck? Solid rosewood neck. That is actually why they took four months to well, come out of a container and, in Portsmouth. And, and, the way things are going you might not be allowed to keep it <laughs> you, well you might not be able to get them very yeah. much you know well I don't like the body shape of them I actually think spec wise they're one of the best value for money guitars on, on the market and they you, feel incredible to play they sound you what, amazing what guitar you should buy how much money do you want to spend well I don't know I guess I guess retail up to sort of seven-ish S- that sort of thing eight sterling St Vincent seven grand uh, yeah seven grand why don't you get a sterling uh, Jim, James Valentine um, no Mac no, and Lord it over so. you how much well, more maybe, money he's got than you maybe something Gibson <laughs> something hollow body I like why? the idea of why, why not I get a St Vincent it's a great guitar it is they're, a good guitar like there good might money. be there might be something coming up in the news for you Joe Branton well maybe why don't you get a reverend Billy Corgan <laughs> no they um, look I really don't like the reverend body shape with the money left over just paint it Uh, yeah I could do that I don't mind the finish silver burst is fine I just don't like Billy Corgan oh he's an idiot Billy Corgan's just bought another wrestling promotion another one mental Um, so so you're not sure what to get yeah so I'm thinking I'm thinking something hollow bodied something super vintagey like I've thought about Hofner Thin Lines or Very Thin sorry Hofner Very Thin yeah I thought about that or maybe something maybe when, something like it, it, something Gibson like um, like what's what's affordable in their hollow body range is there anything not really no, so not. that's why I mean, I'd have to go 335 Studio yeah 
Yeah. They're still, what, still 1,500 quid or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Maybe. Secondhand, Tom DeLong ES333. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, that is cool. That is cool. actually a great the, guitar. They are good. The finish was just a, a little bit childy. Bridge pickup only. Yeah, that is cool. Don't get me wrong. They are proper cool. I, I'd get a 175 if I could afford. That would be the dream. That's what the best you could, one. What you could look out for, and I think is an actual, um, like, total bargain if you can ever find one is the original Gibson 333 which came out maybe I want to say 2003 something like that which is exactly the same spec as the 335s of the time but it's got a back a cutout in the back so they could do the electronics so they were about 500 or 600 quid cheaper than normal 335 because that was the value that they put on the time of doing wiring the electronics through the front yeah, and they just said, like, look, we can knock 600 quid off this just by cutting a hole in the back and putting a circuit yeah, yeah, board yeah. in. Not uh, having a solid... Not a circuit board, like a, putting the controls in the back. Yeah, yeah. And like, a, going... like a Les Paul. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you can find one of those... That's cool. Uh, because no, yeah. one, no one's going to be searching for 333s. No. If you can find one of those, I bet you could get it at a really good price. Yeah, that's true. I might have a budget for that. I still really like the idea of the Eastman. The, the violin um, finish, like the, the hand-rubbed finish that they do, looks quality on on the on these men so i am strongly thinking about those okay i said the word hand rubbed all right boys <laughs> come on what? Oh, I, just, I couldn't God's i couldn't sake. resist laughing right um, great. or here's what i go the opposite way and i get an ormsby you could get an ormsby the, i tell you what I mean, the um those I mean, it's pretty wide goalposts well i haven't decided anything in between one of the first ever electric guitar shapes <laughs> and the most modern well, thing i, I could haven't possibly decided. imagine i'm a bass player like you know everyone else is defined <laughs> ironically Matt's, ironically Matt's def- one of the things that is pretty much smack in the middle of that is the um billy corgan like, <laughs> no he's an idiot the, but- um those so what happened with those um ormsby the like um traditional looking ones yeah that, they've just released have, them. are they out yeah, now because yeah. they looked wicked yeah they've done them they're, they're they're a custom shop thing so they haven't come out as like the korean built stuff yet yeah, i don't right. know whether that's come on perry or not. But yeah, it's come out as a custom shop and they look absolutely pucker. Yeah, they, I don't think I've seen those really yet. Mm. They look really good. Funny, actually, it's really funny how those companies all seem to do stuff at the same time. And I think of uh, Ormsby and Strandberg as being sort of the closest to each other, sort of neck and neck with the same sort of uh, audience. Double necks. <laughs> yeah, the, the the same sort of audience, but also like similar times. They did like they both released models in uh, through uh, World Music Co. at yeah. the same time. Both sort of having headless fan fretted models made from the same factory um but also uh strandberg have just released their sort of stratocaster style oh, wow. guitar. obviously still headless of course um but but obviously. you know but trad looking so uh plated and strat pickup configuration yeah yeah here's one for you you want to go for something a bit quirky hollow body rickenbacker 330 I don't... I'm not a fan. Oh, they're the best. I'm not a fan of the, the 300 series. I've never played one that I could get on with. What defines the 300 series from the 600? The 300 series is the uh, the hollow body, the big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, right. three, 330s, three, 360s. 370s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I couldn't get on with them. The 600s, I thought were great because they are like a telly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I... like that's The 620, I always thought was such a great guitar. Until you sort of played it. Oh no, they're so good. 330. So good. I just, I think, like, 
other than I don't think I could buy a Rickenbacker guitar. The bass is cool. Yeah. I don't think I'd play one over other I, stuff. I'm exactly though. the opposite way around. Really? Yeah, I don't see the point of the Ricky basses. They, what? I don't think they sound good. Oh, you're. I don't think look. Uh, they're just not good. Oh, you're an idiot. They look cool. They look really cool. But for me, I don't like how they play. I, don't know how they sound. The guitars are so good. So good. I yeah. think that's if I'm going to buy was another that one guitar. One we had that like looked like an onion. The three two five C. The John Lennon. Yeah, oh. it looked like an onion. I, I have to admit that's probably the worst guitar I've ever played. It was really. <laughs> it was really. I mean, Rick and Becker are known for their playability. Aren't no, they? that was three thousand four hundred ninety nine oh, pounds. That was, yeah, that was so much money. It smelled like it, onions. Absolutely <laughs> 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 really weird. Really weird. But yeah, so so that's that's the thing because Matt Knight is defined by his pink Les Paul, Jay Cross by his offset telly. I mean, you're uh, a bass player, but, yeah, and you've it, got a Stonefield, the weirdest looking thing. I know exactly, <laughs> and that's fine. That defines me as a bass player. But now I'm looking for. The thing that defines me as a guitarist. So, well, you could you could do a thing called uh, not buying any new stuff. Like the problem with you is (laughs) nothing can define you because every week you've got a new thing. That's true. But I literally have boxes of pedals, and I'm gonna maybe try and sell some of those to fund some of this. Anyway, let's go around the room and see what I should get. Matt Knight, what should I get? I was actually gonna suggest why don't you go for like a Gretsch. Oh yeah, that's that's that. Stream, save some one money of the, on a one of the new liner. ones, the the slightly more expensive ones, but not the super cheap ones. Oh yeah, the um, player series. No, no, no. That was oh, the, they were they were the um, Japanese ones. Yeah, I know what you mean though. Yeah, okay, that is an excellent suggestion. They do unique colours because they still have things like that. What's that? The name of that green? Aspen, Aspen green. What a great colour. Yeah. Um. So they've still got sort of unique things there. Although I think I'll probably try and get something in black if I. If I can, but still, um, that's cool. Jack Ross, St. Vincent, Sterling St. Vincent. Yeah, I that's think you should get St. Vincent I as well. Great For the sort of money you're talking about, that is a cool guitar, and it's unique. Not many people yeah. have got um Yeah, I think that would be the right thing to it's do. It's such a shame they didn't end up releasing it in black in the Sterling. They they said they were going to, and then only released it in blue. The blue looks good though. Oh it's yeah, nice the blue's blue. cool. Good blue. Yeah, get St. Vincent mainly because I want to play it. So okay. I think you should buy one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, do that. <laughs> Okay, I've convinced you. <laughs> I've Done. convinced you. Um, I've got no uh, sort of news this week. I've been moving house, so all my stuff is still in boxes. But um, what I did set up was a Twitch channel, which Twitch is... What's n- Twitch? It's uh, live it's stream... Like Amplify. Yeah, it's like Amplify. <laughs> but for, it still exists. For, for games. So basically, oh, it's, a, it's a gaming platform where... Oh, it's a, a streaming platform for people playing games. But I have noticed people using it for other things, like... Just doing stuff, yeah. Um, and I'm yeah. thinking that we could maybe do some stuff on there. Chat roulette. That's what I want to do. Chat roulette. Stuff yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Oh, the guitar nerds <laughs> chat roulette channel. Oh god, that'd be horrendous. Does chat roulette still exist. It does. Yes, it I does. Yes, I can. Yeah, I cannot. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, I think it's just twitch.tv forward slash guitar nerds. So if you're a Twitch person, you prefer to watch stuff Twitch on there channel. than YouTube. I think I'm going to port over. Because you can put pre-existing videos on there. Um, so I'm going to put all the stuff that we've done on YouTube on Twitch. Um, and also we'll do some live stuff on there as well. Um, but Swag. I need to investigate more. But yeah, um, feel free to uh, subscribe, like and subscribe and share all that. Um, and yeah, normal service for me will resume next week because I'm going to get my office set up in the new flat. So. Your orifice. Indeed, indeed. Shall we delve into some... Nudes. Um, so this might actually solve your guitar problem, Joe Branton. Epiphone have just announced the Johnny A custom outfit. Oh, my. 
god this is a good looking guitar what is going on with the epiphone at the moment they're so, firing on all cylinders so this guitar appears to have followed epiphone's new mantra of let's make expensive guitars yep and let's make them look that <gasps> really good that's what i should get i wonder if i can still get it the, the gold the, firebird oh yeah the, oh, the joe bonamassa yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. get one of those i was thinking about getting one at the time yeah well you should oh, I'm gonna get one. um tell sorry, us sorry, alongside sorry, sorry, sorry. alongside that series is the uh the johnny a which is a kind of uh hollow body double cut um les paul right um and it's got the those weird sort of f holes that were ported over from his because he had a gibson before that's right, isn't it? Didn't he start with a Yamaha, I think? And then he had a Gibson, and then he had... Oh, I don't know. They've now done the Epiphone. What did he play? The Yamaha weird. SG. And I, and I think the thing with Johnny A is he's probably bigger in America than he is in Europe. Yeah, so he's from that so band So when we Yard got them over here, it was a bit like, huh? Yeah, I mean, I had What's to look that? him up. Okay, so he's played in the Yardbirds, but didn't, hasn't he done also quite a lot of other things as well? Um, I think he's like a, I think he's like a session yeah, yeah, yeah. as well isn't he but but anyway so it's a yeah double car it, it does look like a Yamaha SG but hollow body yeah um, and it's got the um, the uh, 57 classics so the same pickups that are in like Les Paul Traditionals oh my god and 335s you know so great pickups um, Ebony Board which oh is, my god which is really cool um, the only downside is they have gone down the route of Oh, you know what makes a guitar look cool? A Bigsby, which isn't true. That's as we've as we as we all agree. No, but as we I, all agree, as far as I'm aware, because all of his signature models have had a Bigsby. As I far know, as I I'm can just remember, being, I'm being facetious. I think he is a Bigsby user rather Bigsby than geezer. looking cool. Um, yeah, no, I I know, and um, yeah, it's it looks great, and it comes with a hard case, comes with a certificate. What? It comes with a hard. Wait, what's it retailing at? Six nine nine. That's amazing. That's right, right on your seven hundred pound budget. Case. I think Bigsby. It, it, Go on, so I was going to say it's the same route as that kind of Sterling James Valentine. It's basically exactly the same spec. It's just made in a different factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, this looks really, really impressive. I think that it's um, I forget that I'm sure there's an old Gibson model that looks that like looks this. Like this. I love it's this guitar. It's not the Trini Lopez, but there was another guitar, I'm sure, around the same time that had basically this design. The pointy... Um, the Trini Lopez definitely had <coughs> weird F-holes. Yeah, weird F-holes. This doesn't have those same diamond F-holes. This no. has got kind of like all unique They call it non-script or something? Okay. Know, something like that. Okay. Um, but that pointy um, horns, I guess, on it, uh, which I guess is from an SG but also from the kind of Yamaha stuff oh god it's um, just a perfect blend of all looks, the coolest guitars yeah it looks really really good I don't normally like the Epiphone hollow bodies um, but that looks fantastic really I really bet. nice and it's I got, bet it's absolutely drowned in lacquer maybe which is always going to be the case with a cheaper guitar I guess But um, and it's got the nice. um, the like Sheraton style headstock as well yes. which yes. Is, an, is another thing that you know we've talked about before like i i just can't get behind the um normal the normal headphone headstock, headstock. Yeah. and all of these new guitars that they've got coming out at this sort of price range have got a different style of headstock so this has obviously got like the Sheraton yeah. then you've got the Brent Hines which is you know a uh explorer yeah um the fight the Joe Bonamassa Firebird mm-hmm. that was cool you know there's have there's you seen these top end guitars without that headstock and I just think that's great um, the headstock that they put on their Century guitars which was part of their what do they call it they called it Custom Shop 
but I yeah. think they spelt it weird. <laughs> Custom okay. shop? <laughs> no, but they, they spelt it funny. Do you mean Master Built? Master Built, that was it. But without a U. It. Without yeah. a U, yeah. The headstock on those looked great. That was what a headstock Custom should look. Custom shop? I was just picturing like shop, but with two P's and an E on the end. <laughs> Ye oldie custom shop. Um, I was just having a I was just having yeah. a quick read actually, just to get some background on it, Mark. Um, it's a completely unique design. Oh really? Okay. Um, there's actually a really good interview on the Gibson website that you can read. He talks about it, but he basically wanted a mixture of an ES two nine five. Yep an L5 and a 335. Oh, yeah. Um, cool. No, and a, and a Les Paul, sorry. Right. Um, but he said literally the everything was pretty, apart from the kind of playability and the pickups, he said the double Florentine, F-holes, singular inlays, and the sweeping pit guard were just all for aesthetics. Cool. No, it looks, so, am- it looks amazing. So I mean, it it's also, done its job. It, the, the, obviously, they wouldn't say this, but it does also look a lot like a uh, Yamaha SG. Yeah, yeah, you know, totally, there's, totally. There's no sort of getting away from it, let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, cool, weird guitar. Again, something cool that Epiphone are doing in that that upper price range. I think it's I think it's interesting and a good way for them to go. Matt Knight, do you like pedal boards? I do like pedal boards. Do you like Friedman amplification? I indeed like Friedman amplification. How do you feel about the brand new Friedman amplification pedal boards? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Tell us about them. They they are... I thought this was a bit of an odd one, but I can sort of see what they're going for. They're basically sheet metal pedal boards that use a slanted design like a pedal train but they're not on rails which I kind of like the fact that people are going down that route because so many more people are using mini pedals or things that basically fall in between the slats um, that are also modular so you can add like expression pedal plates or their own patch bays to the side as well Yeah. Um, in a carry case I think it's a great idea I think they might be a little bit on the pricey side i don't know maybe maybe not they go up to about 700 dollars. oh easy but that's if you have the biggest one and their power supply and their patch bay included right okay okay so that's the kind of like super deluxe board where do they start they start at 250 okay which is so expensive on the pedal boards that's sort of top things, but... end pedal train money yeah for like a big one and you're getting I would say maybe like a medium to well they do three sizes they do the Tour Pro no they they do yeah they basically all called like the Tour series but one's like 20 inches 25 or 30 so even like in width they don't go as wide as a pedal train right which is kind of weird actually I, I, I thought I saw them slightly bigger than that but no so they they go up to about the same size as a pedal train Pro Okay. Mark's sorry, lost it. Sorry, sorry Matty. I suddenly just got the giggles. Mark's lost it. Don't uh, worry, I'm still I listening. Together. I'm, I'm hosting I'm still this. I'm professional. I tell, you, I tell you what, I I think that it's cool that they are, um, you know, this is another different um, route to get around the fact that... Um, pedal Train have said, don't build pedal boards. Pedal, pedal Train have sort of painted the idea of a pedal board. <laughs> Um, so it's, it's a cool way to get around it, and I, I like like you. I like the expression um, uh, like extension that you can put in <laughs> in order to uh, in order to stop that from wobbling all over the place. I tell you what, I'm not too into is the carry case. Have you seen the carry yeah. case? Uh, yeah, it looks like um, it looks like it looks a black like a and ducker. Black and Ducker? Black and Ducker? 
Mark Packham. You absolute ducker. Get, get it together. It looks like, well, it looks like it a looks free like, banamp, is yeah. what it looks like. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, it's very interesting. And, I'm, you know, like I say, it's cool that they're doing something in a weird it's way. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's it's a lot of money thing. for yeah, something I mean, that I'm doesn't just, look like it's tall. Sort of I'm looking. Ready. I'm just looking at the the sizes again. So it's 15 by 20, 15 by 25, or 15 by 30. So they're completely odd sizes. Like they're not following like a pedal train size. It'd be interesting to actually see one with some pedals on it. Just like yeah, find out like well, what I mean, actually bizarrely enough, because spaces. they're like, I suppose for people who aren't in front of you now, they're so they're like that raised like wedge design, like a pedal train, but the bottom half is flat yeah so it's they're like ideal a... for a switcher and they actually do perfectly fit an uh, an es8 oh there we go of course matt and i've <laughs> so... been feeding them the dimensions like uh, yeah yeah, fit yeah they called in. me up i was like dave so i've bought a different guitar i'm sorry about that yeah you but know. i'll make but, it up to you but i'll tell you what i'll give you some measurements it's not like you can go down to the shop and buy one and, you know on there but um and then i've i've realized that they basically come in three different what they call packs so one with just the case one with the patch bay and then one with the power supply right gotcha yeah so giving you options as well as sizes you can do like add the extras on there as well yeah yeah yeah. let's talk about one last bit of news because we're nearly at the end of the episode i still think voodoo labs have it then on like cool interesting pedal boards to come out this year i like uh the dan electro one that you fit all the food pedals in i think that's the best no no, i meant this year like the the Whatever. <laughs> Let's do one last bit of news because we're almost up at an hour. Um, Fosrocious, who Matt uh, interviewed very recently, have announced the Blast Furnace. What's the details, Matt? Yeah, we um, we touched briefly on this on the on the podcast, and I definitely recommend having a listen. Um, Hasn't, I don't think it's really gone up big. yet. Is it not gone up yet? No. When's it going up? Next Maybe week? this week. I've not had internet for a Next week. week. Did we have, oh, give me true. a break. Did we have one? Yeah. Okay. Well, when it goes up, did we definitely subscribe and listen with it's with the with the screen printed artwork? Oh no, no, we haven't had a pedal. I thought you meant did we have a podcast? Oh, yeah, yeah, we right. did. Matt did no, it. No. I did I a see. podcast. Yeah. With 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 Ryan, who is a, a really really nice dude, and um, yeah, he was talking about this. This was actually at Nam, but it's only just kind of. Um, I think it was like there was like a prototype, but it's only just come out to stores. Yeah. Uh, simple two control or two knobs, two foot switches, gated fuzz, momentary delay. Oh, so I just so think, cool. What and and th- and I think this is the thing about guys like Ryan are just like look, there's a million other pedals out there that do a fuzz sound or an overdrive or a clone of something. He's like, I really wanted to do something different. So yeah, you've basically got a momentary delay. Um, which has only got there's I think there's a trim pot inside for the delay time, but the control on the top is basically repeats. Yeah, and and you can and access then, you can actually access the trim pot without taking the back off as well, can't you? They've they've put a little hole. Yeah, I think it's on on the on the back plate underneath, right? Yeah, you can put, poke your finger in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is it, is it big enough for a finger? I, I, I assume you can get a finger in. I there. don't like the way this podcast is going. <laughs> yeah. So Matt, what's yes. do you th- um, are we going to get hold of one of these at some point? 
uh yeah i think we'll uh, i'll talk to ryan and we'll we'll see what we can do oh, yeah. um, I, I had that. i had a very good chat with uh blake actually from the tow mob and uh we're gonna try and sort out some sort of pedal switches so i think he's gonna send me some stuff i want to send him some stuff oh, cool that sounds really so good a load of new stuff coming but don't yeah. don't don't fulfill your end of the deal don't send him the good ones no Keep no no just yeah. don't send him anything just say like yeah man of course we're definitely course, you said you, yeah. you send your ones first yeah and then don't yeah. send him anything oh, that'd be great my house got oh. burgled and all the pedals went missing sorry <laughs> sorry but, um, the, the the other cool thing that with um with Fazrosius is that he he's a bass player by trade. So actually, when he builds pedals, he makes sure that they work equally well on bass six, baritone, bass and guitar. Yes, yes. Someone's thinking of Joe Branton. Woo! I'm never thinking of Joe Branton. Well, that's not entirely true. With that, we should call this a uh, a podcast. So um, <sighs> we there's just so much news and so much to talk about this week. We didn't get around to any questions, so I think we're going to do some of that in the Patreon episode because we planned. Can I at least say it? Uh, what questions? Yeah, yeah. Go on then. Questions in the Patreon, um, because we'd planned to talk about Mohan's question, which is about fingerboard radiuses and why they exist. Is it radii? Radii says no, no, no. A pack of radius, a the, gaggle of radii, a um, oh yeah, I don't want to talk about that. We should talk about some of the other questions of radii, a uh, fidget of spinners. We should talk about the line six question that we've got as well no we're going to talk mohan's question uh, about radiuses a pack of radii um over on patreon patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds we're from as little as one dollar a month you can support the guitar nerds podcast and help us keep doing the thing that we love to do one dollar a month gets you the episode ad free and early five dollars a month gets you all the extras um one thing we forgot to say actually and i was thinking about this the other day Last week's podcast, we turned two years old. Oh, yeah, we um, did forget hooray, to say that. Which hooray. means that there's something like... So how long have we been doing this in total now, with, then? Uh, well, four years. What, in- including GAC? Yeah. yeah, four years. Four years. Yeah, it was, this is last week was our fourth year of doing guitar podcast. Holy moly. It's pretty mad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, but what it means is that if you do sign up for Patreon, patreon.com forward slash guitarnos, there is around 100 extra normal episodes... No, 100? Yeah, there's, yeah, some, there's, there's something like 100. Because this we're up to episode 108 and we didn't start for a few weeks in, I think. So there's okay. about 100 extra weekly bonus episodes. Plus there's Branton's Ranton, which was like six episodes. Yeah. Plus there's all the interviews that Matt's been doing and a couple that I've done. That's a lot of content to go back through. Um, and $5 a month gets you access to all of that as well as the new episodes that come out every week and the new interviews. Um, and you still get the epi- the regular episode ad-free and early. Um, yeah, just, that's just, a lot. And if you want to, you, you could just pay it once and download everything. And then just never then, pay it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, then in like cancel. six months' time, pay it again. Yeah. Download like the next six months. Just do that. Don't give people it. ideas. Oh, sorry. Don't do that. Don't do that. What we need is their support, a weekly support. Weekly? Yeah, w- weekly. I want them to go <laughs> beyond the call of duty. Five pounds a week? Yeah, no, it's five dollars every month. Five dollars we'll a month. you all the cool stuff. Um, and ten dollars a month gets you the access to the uh, super exclusive um, executive producer. Where I give you a call. No, 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 not at this tier, not yet. That's the next one, which I have not added yet. Um, this gets your name read out on the weekly podcast like this. 
Dirk Reach, Kona Chris, Ando Joss, Stov McKeel, Blair Tams, Callo Manta, Andrew Macrocro, Mark Cross, Jadashat, Ander McConzie, Broad Pod, Paul Cragan, Jack Gadfrad, Will Crawl, Scott O'Blobblob, Matt Quanalon, Phil Timsery Doom, Laurie Ananunu, Mogo Grobakakor, and Colin Sonanon. Next week, I think you should just read it out in the Queen's English so people actually get their money's worth. So, patreon.com forward slash Kitana. We're going to talk about fretboard radii as well as a load of other nonsense. I'd like to point out that I was protecting your security. Oh, what people's uh, names? Yeah, you've end-to-end encrypted people's names yes. on the podcast. It's good. It's more than our government is doing. So. Face- <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Gitana. It's forum where you can contribute to the podcast by sending in your questions, <laughs> which we Damn. won't read out because we waffled on about we ourselves. We ran out too of time. Much. We ran out of time this week. But we're on more questions. It depends how long we talk about radiuses this week. We might no, just I don't want to talk about radius. O- I don't care. We about might radii. carry over. Uh, the rest of this week's questions into next week's podcast maybe we'll see and maybe we'll do a full question special next week I haven't decided yet but we'll do something can we go um, no, we can't. Uh, to, at Guitar on Twitter, at Guitar on Instagram. You can also uh, join us, subscribe to the channel, youtube.com forward slash Guitar videos, and I think twitch.tv forward slash Guitar Let's just see how that pans out. I'm not see even sure that's the address. How that runs. Indeed. With that, we will see you next week. Thanks, gang. Adieu. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.